Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mesechel Shabbos, Parak Gimel, Mishnah Vav, and Parak Dalad, Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnah is being learned Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Beschos, Rachel, Basar, Gitol, and Daniel, Eliezer, and Pai Rachel, they should be Gibbesh, Rezer, Shalkayama, Bekar of Mamesh. Now, Mishnah Vav, we're going to be talking about Mukta. And throughout the Mesechta, we're going to be learning about various types and categories of Mukta. So Mishnah Vav tells us, Ain, Nice, and Kli, Tachas, Haner, Lekabu, Bayas, Hashemen. No placing a Kli of sorts. It could be a bowl, a plate, a cup, or something like that. No placing it underneath an oil lamp in order to catch the oil. However, if he put it there before Shabbos, much of then it's permitted. Now let's understand what's going on over here. So he has an oil lamp which is burning on Shabbos and there's oil dripping out of it. It's leaking all over the place. So he wants to catch the oil with a cup or a plate or a bowl. He's not allowed to put that there to catch the oil on Shabbos. And why is that? So that's because it's called Bittel Kli Mehechanai. He's being Mavato the Kli from its prepared state. Right now it's considered prepared. It's considered Muchan. He's able to use the cup for drinking. He's, he's able to put cereal into the bowl. And now by putting the bowl there to catch the oil, he's preventing normal usage of the Kli. And why is that? Because the oil is Muktzah, because it was designated for the lamp. And now once the Muktzah oil goes into this Kli, the Kli is not allowed to be moved anymore. So now it's like he's being Kaveya, a place for this Kli. It's like he's setting a place and saying this Kli belongs here and it's not going to be moved. And that's similar to cementing it to the floor, which would be an Isra of Baina. And now that we know that, we can understand the continuation of the Mishnah. The menu, one is not allowed to use this oil that's in the Kli, Lefisha Minamuchan, because it's not Minamuchan, it's not considered prepared. He had to put it into his oil lamp to be used for burning, for providing light. Now that it came out, it's leaking out, it's dripping out, it wasn't prepared for use for his salad dressing, it was never set aside for that, and therefore he's not allowed to use this oil. Continuing on, the Mishnah says, yashan. One is allowed to move a new oil lamp but not an old one. So when the Mishnah says that we're allowed to move a new oil lamp, that means that he went to the store, he bought a brand new oil lamp, and he had never used it yet. So there's nothing wrong with moving that. However, he's not allowed to move an old oil lamp, meaning one that he's already lit before. And why is that? That's because it's called Mukta Machmas Mios. It's Mukta because it's gross. It's repulsive. This lamp with all of its oil residue and whatnot in it has no other use. And according to the Tanakama, this is a type of Mukta. Mukta Machmas Mios. So he's not allowed to move this lamp. Now, Rabbi Shimon, and Reb Shimon says, call an heiress metatolin, a person's allowed to move any lamp that he wants on Shabbos. Except for if this lamp is currently lit. If the lamp is lit, he's not allowed to move it because maybe he's going to extinguish the fire. But as long as it's not currently lit, he's allowed to move it. And this is because of Shimon argues with the Tanakhama, or he argues with the Chachamim, and he says that there's no such thing as Moktzamach Masmios, and therefore all lamps are allowed to be moved. Now, going back to our first discussion with a slightly different spin to it, one is allowed to take a Kli and place it underneath an oil lamp in order to catch the spark sparks that are flying out. We're not talking about oil that's dripping, we're just talking about sparks that are flying out of the lamp. Now he's afraid that they're going to land on his table and catch it on fire, so therefore he's allowed to put the clee there to catch the sparks. And why is that permitted? That's because when the spark falls on the clee, it goes out, and it doesn't stay there, so he's not being mevatel clee mehechanoi, he's not preventing himself from using this clee anymore, so it's permitted. However, the Mishnah says, He is not allowed to put water in this Kli because that's Mechabe, that's extinguishing the spark. And that's also to do even before Shabbos. And now moving on to Parag Dalad, we're going to be talking about Hatmana. And now let's remember that Hatmana means insulating food. Why would he insulate food? That's because he wants it to remain hot. I remember we had said that no being matmin something bedaver hamaisif hevel. We're now to do hatmana in something which, which it will increase its heat. So the Mishnah tells us, Bamet taimnin uvama in taimnin. 
What is one allowed to do hatamana in and what is one not allowed to do hatamana in? So in Taimnin, Leba Gafes, one is not allowed to do hatamana in Gafes, which is olive or sesame pulp. After the olives and sesame were squeezed to be oil, so the leftover stuff, the pulp, had multiple uses and one of them could be hatamana, however, not an Arab Shabbos. Vileba Zevel, not in fertilizer, this is animal refuse. Vileba Melach, not in salt. Vileba Sid, not in plaster. Vileba Chol, not in sand. And this is Bain Lach and Bain Yeveshim. Whether these things that we just mentioned are moist or they're dry, in whichever state they're in, they're considered to be a Dover Hamaisif Hevel. Next category, Loiba Tevin, he's not to be Matman in straw. Vileba Zagim, not in grape peels. Vileba Meichem, not in soft stuff. What is soft stuff? Cotton, wool, old worn-out clothing, things like that. Voleba asavim, not in grasses. However, this is bizman sheim lachim, only if they're moist. Now, it doesn't mean that they're moist because he poured a cup of water on it. It means that they're naturally moist. Like right when you cut grass, it has a natural moisture to it. So in such a scenario, it's usher to be matman in it. Aval taimnin bahem kshen yveshim, he is allowed to be timing in all these things if they're dry. Now the mission continues on with a third category, timing baksusu peirais. One is allowed to be matman his food in clothing and fruit, bechan feyayna, pigeon feathers, and for that matter, all other types of feathers, uven esar shel charashim in sawdust, and uven iris shel pishton daka. Most girsites leave out the word daka. What's an iris shel pishton? That's flax combings. When a person has flax, so he wants to make it smooth and nice, so he combs it out, and the little pieces that fall out, that's called flax combings. Rabbi Huda does not allow one to be matmin in fine flax combings, only in the thicker, coarser ones. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel, continuing to talk about Hatmana. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.